This is Dr. Kate Walker reminding you that I am not that kind of doctor. Not only that, I'm not a CPA and I am not an attorney. Laws change all of the time, so Texas counselors creating badass businesses should never be construed as legal advice. Always check with your trusted professionals. Now, let's get to work. Welcome to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses, where it's all about working smarter, not harder. And here's your host, Dr. Kate Walker, who gets her horns up when they play the eyes of Texas. Hey, it's Dr. Kate Walker. Welcome to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses. It's that time of year, the time of year when we are supposed to be planning for a profitable new year, but it's so hard. We have so much going on. There are holidays, there are families, there are our clients who are having their own struggles. And in the midst of all of that, we're supposed to pull our head out and think about our business. So I'm here to help you out today. This isn't going to be a super long podcast episode because I really want you to grab these tools and do at least one thing today that will take your practice to a new level in the new year. So you ready? Let's get to work. Okay, riddle me this. How are you supposed to get your head around your vision, your dream, your plan for the new year if you are just coming up for air in between client sessions and then when you're finally finished for the day, you've got to go home and uh, see family at a party or wrap a bunch of presents or get creative for your kiddos, school, whatever. The answer is... I am not really sure. What I can do for you today, though, is give you some strategies that should take you less than 30 minutes to implement. Now, those strategies alone aren't going to do the trick. I'm going to be super honest with you. I always am. But if you take all of these strategies together and you do a little bit every day, Wait, let me take that back. No, you don't even have to do it every day. I mean, if you just set yourself a little calendar and between, nope, I take that back. You don't even have to set yourself a little calendar. I just want you to commit to do at least one of these things between now and December. I can't remember. How many how many days does December have in it? Is it 30 or 31? I never know. So by the last day of December. So Number one is get a vision. Now, the way we do this in less than 30 minutes is number one, you've got to clear your head. So when you wake up in the morning, if you hit the ground running and you've got kids and people or parents or something going on, then you're going to have to get up a little earlier. I know, I know, don't beat me over the head. You know, I'm a morning person. But you have to find some time during the day when you can carve out some brain-changing time. 
because you cannot create with a head that is mired in ick and negativity and just all the things. So I want you to think about what takes you out of the overwhelm, out of the ugh. Is it a little bit of a walk outside. And you know what? I'll make this super easy. You don't even have to walk. Is it going outside and just taking some clean, fresh breaths of air? Is it sitting on your yoga mat and doing some breathing exercises there? Is it taking a nice long shower or bath and counting to eight over and over and over again? Whatever it is that takes you to a place where you're able to concentrate, to focus, to get into a space of, here's the word, contentment, that's what I challenge you to do. Now, then we're going to get busy. So I, I hate to say this is one of those steps that you have to do between now and the end of December, because I kind of want you to do this all the time, but Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to move along. So you get your headspace into a place beyond the ugh, beyond the overwhelm, beyond the ick. And however you choose to do that, if it's going for a walk, if it's breathing the fresh air, taking the bath, all the things that I mentioned. Okay. Let's just imagine you're there. Okay. You did it. You did the thing that got you to a space of contentment. Now. It's time to dream because I can't help you set financial goals for Q1 if you don't have a dream for what comes next. Now, some people refer to this as uh, a vision board activity. And I don't care if you have magazines at home and you cut out pieces of, of paper and pictures and words. There are some fabulous programs that you can go to and create uh, collages on your computer. I think if you have watched my YouTube channel, I think you've seen, most of you have seen uh, the iMovie that I made that flashes over my head on the TV screen. I made about my vision and, and my dreams. And I want five years from now, Kate, to be so proud of the work that I do now. So that's task number one. I want to challenge you to do between now and the end of December, after you've done your breathing and your bath and your walk and all the things that got you to a space of contentment, then I want you to stop and dream a little bit. I have seen so many of my coaching clients get to a space where they're spinning their wheels. They're really locked in a loop because all they can think about is keeping the lights on in their business and at home. And that's wonderful. I mean, that's great. That means you're responsible. That's that's really, really good. But you knew there was a but coming. With that practical nature, right, has to come your why. So if you've forgotten what your why is, go to your handy-dandy Google machine and Google Simon Sinek's TEDx talk about finding your why. That's what a vision board is. The vision board is your why. And it's going to change over time. I mean, I remember I had on my vision board, oh, I can't even remember what it is now. I just remember it was on there until I tried it. And then when I tried it, I was like, oh, I don't think I need this to be my why anymore. I don't really enjoy this all that much. 
so it went away. So remember, what you put on your vision board now, it may change in quarter two, and that's all right. What we're looking at is just the big overarching why, and I'm going to ask you to explore that in more than just a financial domain, right? Because you can have, I want to make a lot of money. Well, that's not going to trigger your brain to create a picture. You have to trick your brain into creating a picture. So I want you to think about personal goals, financial goals, and business goals. All right. And I'm going to break it down even further. So for your personal goals, I want you to think these are just uh, three bullets I came up with, but I want you to think about these three things, your health, your friendships, and your well-being. So for your vision board, you might show a picture of yourself at your most healthy, like whenever that was, when your cheeks were rosy and you know that you felt great because you knew when you took that picture, when you looked, when you look at that picture, okay, that's the healthiest me there ever was. So put that up there. Uh, friendships at any age, sometimes it can be really hard to make friends. So put on your vision board you with uh, a, a bunch of people, or maybe not you. Maybe you're just going to take a picture of a group hiking or a group camping or a group at a football game or a group playing cards, something that gives you that image of something social. And then finally, well-being. I know for my vision board, I are actually, I put this on my Trello board. I put a goal to go hear a fabulous speaker once a quarter, just a good lecture or uh, going to a conference, hearing a keynote, something live. That was part of my well-being. I wanted to make sure I was still going out and networking and meeting people and listening and learning new things. So now you have some ideas what can go on to that personal quadrant of your vision board. Now you may be asking, Kate, what does this have to do with a profitable Q1? Well, if you don't feel good, if you don't have a reason why you're making this money and earning this profit and bringing in this revenue, it's not going to last long. What we're going for here is uh, traction. We need some wheels on this thing so that your motivation stays high, even when your mood may be low. Okay, so next thing I'm going to skip, I'm going to go to business goals. What am I selling? That's something that can go on your vision board as a person. If you're thinking about therapy, okay, I'm selling therapy. Here's what I recommend, though. Here's what I really, really would encourage you to do. You know, if you listened to my podcast a couple of episodes ago, I talked about looking at your calendar during the week at the day and the time and which days are selling, which days aren't, getting rid of the ones who aren't, really decluttering that schedule. I'm going to flip it today. What is your dream schedule? Now, I've shared with uh, my listeners before, my dream schedule initially was, you know, 10 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon, no evenings, no weekends. And that was great when I had kids at home who were going to school. Now, I only want to work Monday and Tuesday. 
That's it. And I will work as much as I need to seeing clients on Monday and Tuesday, but I don't want to see clients for the rest of the week. I'm Dr. Kate Walker, and this episode is brought to you by the 40-hour training to become a supervisor in Texas. Not just any training, but the Kate Walker 40-hour LPC LMFT supervisor training completely online. It's the only all-in-one 40-hour LPC LMFT supervisor training course and community designed to grow your skill set and give you more research-based resources all in less than 30 minutes a day. No bots, no BS, just a great course to get you up to supervisor. The Kate Walker Training 40-hour LPC LMFT supervisor training course. Check it out. just write down Monday, Tuesday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And putting that on the vision board is going to give your brain something to anchor to. It's going to give it something to remember, to think about. Then you can start to develop the strategies during Q1 that will help you make that happen. Now, a little bit different from what I am selling is what I want to sell. So when I talk about scheduling and clients, I'm talking about in the therapy room. But let's talk about outside the therapy room. Let's say you're ready to get this show on the road and you want to do some public speaking. You want to go get that adjunct gig down at the local university, or you want to sell some online courses. Put that on your vision board. Put that in writing, courses, teaching, online courses, and you don't have to have it all worked out. That's the beauty of my challenge to you between now and the end of December. You just have to put it in front of you. And I don't care if you just use sticky notes on your wall or your bathroom mirror. We are not talking complicated right now. Your brain speaks a very, very simple language, a very visual language related to motivation and emotion. So if you're putting this on paper and you're making sure it's in front of your eyeballs, your brain's going to register an emotional trigger to that. A third business goal I like to call legacy is about what you're going to do later. Yeah, it's kind of like the why I talked about earlier, but it's got more of a financial component. So let's say I'm talking to you and you're in that part of your career where you're like, Kate, I am ready to sell. I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to move on. Well, that's your legacy. How do you value what you've done in order to sell it? Or I may be talking to you and you're a very practical person and you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, what would happen if today... I had to stop practicing. What am I leaving for the person who comes along behind me? What 
That could be like a professional will or some kind of a way to let people know what to do with your practice. It's very responsible. And in most states, it's part of the rules for licensure to make sure that you have some kind of a custodian for your records. Well, this is a custodian for your entire practice. What do you want to leave as a legacy with this beautiful thing that you've created, this practice and perhaps outside of the therapy room project. Okay, let's get to financial, right? How do busy practice owners plan for a profitable Q1? Well, if you're doing what I'm asking, right, you're finding that space of contentment at least for a few minutes every day. You're allowing yourself to put these things in a visual place, whether it's poster board and magazines, or you're going to get on your computer and use a program and make a collage, or you're taking a bunch of post-it notes and putting it on your bathroom mirror. Whatever you decide, you're going to do this visually. So we talked about personal, we talked about business. The first bullet point for financial are, of course, revenue goals. Revenue goals are simply your income from your primary practice service. So for most of us, that's our client service, right? Delivering counseling services, the revenue that we bring in. Now, this isn't the profit and loss yet. This isn't taking out expenses and all of that. This is a pure raw number. I want you to write it down. I want you to put it on your vision board, a raw number, and you need to put a time on it. So is it $5,000 a month? Is it $5,000 this year? Is it $5,000 in Q1? I don't know where I came up with $5,000. You can pick whatever number you like, but write it down. Write it down. The language of your brain is visual. So writing down that number, putting it where you can see it will help you subconsciously continue to strive for that number. So it's okay if it's a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Heck, it's okay if it's a lot outside of your comfort zone. Remember, this is just your vision board. This isn't something where you're going to beat yourself over the head if you don't hit this number. This is just reminding you in a very visual way, your goal for quarter one. Organization goals. Oh my goodness. Now, if you've watched my YouTube videos, you know that I kind of love Excel and I almost hesitate to share my Excel spreadsheets with you guys because I know they can look, they look a little overwhelming, right? It's one of those things like, okay, this is how my brain works. I don't know if it's how everybody's brain works. So whatever you love, stick with it. If your finances are on a spreadsheet, get really, really good at it. If your finances are on a legal pad, get really, really good at it. But please, please put on your vision board, get organized with my finances. Not long ago, I did a YouTube video about set it and forget it money. Basically, quit touching it. How can you best organize your finances so that 
20% goes into your quarterly taxes account. So it's ready to go when it's time for quarterly taxes. How much of your revenue is going into a SEP IRA so that you're paying yourself first and it's going towards your retirement? And then how much of your revenue is going for things that break? If you own your own building, are you setting aside money for if the air conditioner breaks? All of this can be automated. So for Q1, part of earning a profit, having a profitable first quarter is making sure that you have an organizational system, something in place to organize your finances. And I mentioned this morning in the training that I did for our Step It Up members, it doesn't count if you outsource it, right? You have to learn this before you can outsource it, right? I'm going to say that again. You have to learn this before you can outsource it. Otherwise, you won't know if people are doing a good job. You won't know if you're hitting your revenue goals because you're depending on another person to tell you. It's not the same. You have to spend some time in your business. Heck, make that a goal. Spend some time in your business, in your finances in quarter one. That's a great goal. You don't have to put down an elaborate organizational system If your goal is, hey, you know what? I just want to learn this. I need to learn how to do bookkeeping. And then finally, financial goals for Q1 for a profitable Q1. Get a retirement plan. If you are in a committed relationship and your partner handles the retirement, then sit down with them. Sit down and say, hey, can you explain this to me? I just want to understand what it means when we invest in a retirement account. If it's you and you have never, ever considered a retirement account, there are so many great financial planners out there. Get an hour of their time and ask them to explain retirement accounts and how to fund those and how to make sure you're putting aside enough money. Whatever you decide to do, put that on your vision board. Q1, contact a financial advisor and or set up a retirement account, and or talk to my partner and figure out what this all means so that you understand what you need to do to continue to fund a robust retirement account. Okay, my goal today was to make sure that you left this short podcast with one or two things that you could accomplish before the end of December, because I know you're busy and I know that you need to plan for Q1. And I wish I could give you a pass. I wish I could just say, yes, I know it's busy. You don't have to do it. Just relax. But you're a business owner. You have to get this done. And even if you just get one of these things done, and I'm talking the very basic, like you managed to get one post-it note onto your bathroom mirror. You know what? That's a win good job, go you. So pick one thing and start planning for a profitable first quarter and keep staying badass because you are too important to your community to lose to not knowing how finances work or having a crappy organizational system or depending on someone else to plan for your retirement or do your bookkeeping. And then one day you're surprised because you're wondering, oh my gosh, where where did all my money go? So pick one thing, get it done by the end of December, and I will meet you in January and we will talk about how to kick ass next year. 
This is Dr. Kate Walker. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Kate Walker. Thank you so much for listening to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses. Thank you to Ridgely Walker for her lovely voiceovers at our introduction. And do me a favor. When you get a second, please like, share, and subscribe, and write us a review. That's really how we get picked up by other RSS feeds, and we get this information out to the mental health badasses who need it. Thanks again, and keep saving the world with excellent therapy.